0: are you really (laughs) feeling i'm feeling Uh, a little stressed (laughs) yeah that's fair tired stressed anxiety's on high not gonna even lie about it yeah um but you know what that's just the way she goes i guess in in 2020 election pandemic times yeah yeah um i don't think we're gonna really talk about it very much no i think by the time we post this hopefully it'll be announced yeah hopefully it'll be over also well, I mean, you know, it's our podcast and I I want to talk about things we care about. I think that we're not a political podcast, so mm-hmm. you not, guys know how we feel. I think yeah. it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I was going to say I don't, think, do. we I don't think we need to clarify anything. So, uh, Bernie 2020, we'll settle for Biden 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They both start with a B close yeah. enough. <laughs> so, today, um, we are kicking it off with our first episode. Well, I mean, technically our second, but our first full episode um, on serial killers. Whoop, 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 um, whoop, whoop, whoop whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Yeah, so this one is, I'm not even gonna fucking lie to you. This one's heavy. Um, I'm gonna just put a very broad content warning. Um, there's some shitty stuff in this one. I mean, there's shitty stuff in every murder. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's not Um, a little introduction uh, written up here. And it's just going to it'll give you a little overview. Um, So Fred and Rosemary West. Oh, have I said that that's who I'm doing? No, you haven't. (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm doing Fred and Rosemary West. So if you haven't heard of these guys, they are um, I would say maybe not over here. I feel like most people that I've mentioned to them mentioned them to don't really know who they are um, because they are from England. Um, so, over here, not super well-known, but they are pretty, they're pretty classic, hardcore, awful, awful, awful people. Um, they were... <laughs> classic, awful people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the classic, awful people. You know. Well, I just feel like every bad thing that they could do, they did. So, like, there's... Um, so, they were a married couple who raped, tortured, and murdered 13 young women between the ages of 8 and 27 that were aware of before their end of their before the end of their spree over the span of 20 years um, starting in 1967 among these victims were Charmaine West Fred's daughter and Heather West um, who were Fred and Rosemary's daughter or who was Fred and Rosemary's daughter um, as well as um, Rena West who was Fred West's wife so not good to say the least um I'm just gonna I'm yeah I'm just gonna jump into it feel free to stop me ask me questions um because yeah this is gonna be it was gonna kind of be like not a very fun one to get through but I mean very interesting also ugh, fucking hone your instincts ladies so I'm gonna start with Fred West he was born um September 29th uh 29th 1941 he was a Libra um <laughs> <laughs> in in vickerton Cottage um, much Markle Herefordshire in England just under 200 kilometers from London his parents were cow farmers and his father Walter was much much older than his 16 year old wife Daisy Fred was second born of six children he was raised on his father's motto or motto sorry of do what you want just don't get caught doing it and this would serve as the words Fred would live by for the rest of his life Fred was introduced to sex when he was only 12 years old by losing his virginity to his mother. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking rough. Oh. 12 years old. Um, in addition to this fucked upness, Fred's father, Walter, also had an incestuous relationship with his sister. Um, oh. Talk about keeping it in the family. <laughs> Keep that bloodline strong. Fucking that's, yeah, the West. <laughs> the The West blood. The West blood. Um, as if this wasn't enough, all, uh Walter also introduced his son to the world of bestiality by teaching him the best way to fuck a sheep. Oh yeah. F- <laughs> fuck <I'm pretty> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I, I, I just wanna mm-hmm. I know nothing about this story. I've never <laughs> heard of these people in my yeah. life. Yeah. Uh. yeah, no. We're <laughs> starting off like we this. start off bad and it gets worse. Like it doesn't get better from here. So it's worse um than the sheep. Yeah. I oh. I mean I mean That Okay, okay, that's the only uh, bestiality we'll talk about tonight, but it gets worse than fucking a sheep, yes. Um, So throughout his adolescence, Fred was constantly in trouble at school as he had a penchant for groping girls he went to school with. As he got older, he only got more aggressive and bold in his objectification and assault. Shortly after his 17th birthday, Fred purchased a motorcycle and soon was in a serious accident resulting in a fractured skull, a broken arm, and a broken leg. He remained injury. unconscious. Hmm? Head injury. Oh, yeah, yeah. He remained <laughs> unconscious for seven days. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was fucking... In the hospital, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. I don't know like I was like- picturing him just in the street. <laughs>
1: just left <him> there <laughs> <Sorry>. His parents <laughs> were
0: like, fuck that guy. He's fine. He'll get up. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no, he was in the hospital unconscious okay. for fucking seven days. Um, and two years later, he had another accident um, caused by him groping a girl on a fire escape. She punched him, and he fell off, um, and fell, yeah, literally, good for you, girl, um, fell directly on his head, and was unconscious for 24 hours. And this was in, like, what, the 60s? Um, so I just want to know is... where women were at at this point. No, 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 1950s. <laughs> oh, even better. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> yes. 50s to, to um, early 60s. Nice. Um, so this wasn't a 90s woman this was a 50s woman that makes it even better yeah the late 50s woman um because uh yeah three years later we have more information um but yeah he was unconscious for 24 hours and then he also based off of this um injury and his previous injury he had a permanent um limp so because he fucking hurt his foot or broke his leg is what it was he broke his leg and then he kind of like exacerbated it when he fell off a fucking building because he groped some girl Um, and permanent limp. So fuck you, Fred. Um, In 1961, when he was 20 years old, he had begun a sexual relationship with a 13-year-old girl and got her pregnant. And there is some debate as to whether or not the 13-year-old girl was his sister, Kitty. When he was arrested and asked why he would fuck a 13-year-old, Um, You want to know what his response was? This just kind of gives you an insight into, like, his brain and how completely messed up his, like, view of the world was. He literally said, doesn't everybody? Oh, God. No, Fred. No. Nobody does that, Fred. Or at least nobody worth knowing. No. Um, Following this incident, Fred's family completely disowned him. It's kind of an... It's an odd place to draw the line, if you ask me. Yeah, but we'll draw the line at fair. 13 year olds. But losing your virginity to your, to mom, your mom at 12—that's fine. Also, no, it's, it's fine fucking it's in sheep. Family. Go for it. Yeah, literally, literally though, like, keep it in the family. That's what it is. Um, Fred, after that, moved to Herefordshire. So he met his first wife, um, Catherine Bernadette Costello or Rena, when he was 21 in 1962. They were married later that year and moved to Glasgow, Scotland. Where Fred got a job as an ice cream truck driver. Rena was already pregnant with the child of a Pakistani bus driver when they had tied the knot, and Fred, surprisingly, rather than throw Rena under the bus for having a child out of wedlock, helped her work out a story to tell their friends and family. What they said was that Rena had suffered a miscarriage with Fred, and in order to fill the gap uh, in the basically in their life, the married couple decided to adopt a mixed-race child. Everyone fucking was like, yeah, okay, sure. So they named the child Charmaine, and she was born in 1963. Did nobody just see her pregnant for nine months? Uh, no. Out? no, she. but they said she had a miscarriage. So everyone knew she was pregnant, but as soon as they had the oh, baby... she had a miscarriage, like, at nine months? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. So they said, basically, the baby died, and they... Because she was so far along, they, um... She adopted. died, and conveniently, there was this one available. Yeah, literally. <laughs> inconvenient, this child. newborn child was wow. just waiting. So, Although, pretty common. People used to do that a lot, very often. I guess. They'd, you know, because you weren't supposed to have babies when you weren't married back then. Um, so, yeah. Everyone totally believed it. They're like, yeah, okay, sure. Sound, sounds great. Um, one year later, Rena and Fred had their first biological child together named Anne-Marie. Well, it was widely known that Rena was a loving and kind mother, Fred was quickly earning a reputation as a harsh disciplinary figure in the household. It was even rumored that he would put up bars on the children's beds, creating a makeshift cage for them, and only allowed them out when he was not home. In 1967, Fred impregnated the nanny of his children, Anne McFall. Anne had become infatuated with Fred and wanted to take over Rena's role in the family, And had even, on more than one occasion, tried to convince Fred to leave his wife and marry her instead. God knows why. Um, And at the young age of eighteen, at this time, Fred is twenty-six and eighteen months pregnant, or eight (laughs) fucking eight months pregnant. Oh my Could you imagine eighteen months pregnant? That's a long. Yeah. (laughs) No. Age of eighteen, eight months pregnant, and just completely disappeared. No one knew anything about her whereabouts until June 1994, when her remains were unearthed between Muchmarkle and Kempley. Um, Her body was left in a state that would soon become the MO, or mode of operation, which we've kind of talked about before, Um, basically how he does things, um, for nearly all of the victims of of Fred and Rosemary's, uh, which being her fingers, toes, and kneecaps were all removed um however most gruesome of all her unborn child had been cut out of her stomach and the same treatment had been applied to the unborn fetus what the fuck mm-hmm. so this means that fred not only did he k- kill this woman but he cut his child out of her stomach and removed the fingers toes and knees ca- kneecaps of his For own what child reason, fred? For L- what yes reason? why fred um how pregnant was she? You said ni- eight months? Eight months. So it was a baby. It was like a full fucking oh, baby. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, in 1969, um, after years of abuse and um, basically Fred having affairs on her, um, Rena left Fred, left Fred for good, placing their children in his care. That same year, Fred met a 15-year-old girl when he was 28 at a bus station in Cheltenham. Uh, Gloss- Gloucestershire. I think it's Gloucestershire, right? Gloucestershire? Gloucestershire. 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 There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For- <laughs> he met a 15-year-old girl at a bus station in Gloucestershire. Why are you saying like that? <laughs> You mean Gloucestershire. Gloucestershire. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try my best to pronounce things, you know, in in the authentic British way from from here on out. All right. So although the young girl was initially grossed out by Fred and completely uninterested in his attention, he persevered. He gave her continuous attention um, and paid her near constant compliments and even started giving her gifts. She soon agreed to accompany him on a date. Right, so now we're going to move on. We're going to talk about Rosemary. Okay, so the other half of our dynamic, awful rapist duo. So born Rosemary Letts in November 29th, 1953. She's a Sagittarius. Um, in Barnstaple, Devon, England. She was the fifth born of seven children. Both of her parents, Daisy Fuller, so interesting. <laughs> Rosemary's mom and, uh, and Fred's mom, both were named Daisy um and william lets had severe mental illnesses her mother suffered depression and went through electroshock therapy as treatment while she was pregnant with rosemary oh my god yep. <laughs> what? um the 50s were a wild time <laughs> everyone was getting oh. fucking what's it called when they stick the shit up your nose and make you a, a zombie Cocaine. Everyone oh. was getting lobotomies and electric shock therapy when they are pregnant. Everyone was pregnant. getting cocaine. <laughs> cocaine for you. Yeah. Fucking lobotomy for you. Electroshock for you. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, she went through electroshock throughout her entire pregnancy with Rosemary to um, cure her depression. Spoiler alert, it didn't work. Yeah, um, you don't say. I feel like that make you more depressed. Right? I don't see how that could help, but that's just me. Um, her father was uh, a diagnosed paranoi- paranoid schizophrenic with OCD. He was formerly in the Navy and prone to violent fits of rage. She, you will, she's not doing okay. She's not good. Um, when she was an infant, she had a penchant for violently rocking her entire body to the point where if she were to sit like in an unsupervised pram, her pram would roll away. Holy shit. Yeah, As she got older, her rocking calmed down a bit, although she would still rock her head back and forth, sometimes for hours at a time. Throughout her young life, Rosemary would garner a reputation for being slow. She earned the nickname Dozy Rosie. That's, I mean, that's like it's a kinda cute nickname, but it's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. <laughs> it's going to be cute. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's just a lot of cute nicknames for Rosemary. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Rosemary's parents separated when she was a teenager, and she originally moved out with her mother. However, after only six months, Rosie left her mother's and moved in with her father in Bishop's Cleve, um, which is also in Gloucester. She was reported. <laughs> she was reportedly involved in a sexual relationship with her father, who also sexually abused her older sister. Allegedly, the situation with her dad would continue until his death, well into her relationship with Fred, after she no longer lived with him. Fuck. Yep. So, in addition, in addition to the claims of her inappropriate relationship with her father, it has also been brought forward that she would sneak into her younger brother's rooms at night and molest them. What the? F- yeah. Fuck. So I don't know how two people with these fucked up, insane relationships with their parents and family managed to find each other, but I they mean, did. You and and it's get what you life, and I mean, I guess you were both I guess. getting and giving the same shit. They were manifesting they were, oh what they wanted in a partner, I guess. They don't have kids, do they? Oh, just oh. you wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, so soon after moving into her father's home, Rosemary met a man at a bus station. And even though she was initially repulsed by his haggard appearance, was soon won over by his constant attention and gifts. Almost immediately, she began a relationship with the man and became a full-time nanny to his children, Charmaine and Anne-Marie. Months later, Rose introduced the man to her parents, who both had an immediate and intense dislike for him, her mother believing him to be a pathological liar and her father threatening to call social services on him if he were to continue his relationship with Rosie. Surprise! The I mean, man! a lot, <laughs> yeah. considering who her fucking dad is, Literally. Was. Yeah. So, surprise! It's Fred! So, well, no one, no one likes this guy. Even the fucking awful incesty and electroshocked parents. Um, yeah, so she said, whatever, you can't tell me what to do. Um, and her parents did, in fact, call social services. Um, because, remember, she was only 15 and he was almost 30 years old. Um, so, after her parents called social services, she was placed in a home for troubled teenagers. Um, she was only able to leave occasionally... And when she was, uh, she almost immediately went to visit Fred every single time. Um, When she turned 16, on her 16th birthday, Rosie was released from the home and returned to um, her father's house. As her man was serving a 30-day sentence for theft. However, as soon as he was released, Rosie packed up and peaced out and moved in with Fred in Cheltenham. Her father forbade her from ever stepping foot in his house again. Three months later, the couple moved into a two-story house in Midland Road, Gloucester. Um, so, also, her father did forbid her from ever stepping foot into his house again, but we'll see later that he didn't mean he never wanted to see her. It's just not allowed in the house. So, we'll talk about that later. What the f- Yeah. In October 1970, Rosemary birthed the couple's first child, Heather Ann West. Um, Although there is serious and not all that unreasonable suspicion that Heather was actually fathered by Rosie's dad, William. So two months after Fred was sent back, uh, sorry, two months after um, Heather's birth, Fred was sent back to prison again for theft, and this time for over six months. This left Rosie, who was only 17 at the time, to look after three young girls with absolutely no support from anyone. Um, according to Charmaine and Anne-Marie, Rosemary would often physically and emotionally abuse them. Charmaine being older and more quote-unquote defiant, meaning she just wouldn't cry, basically. Um, no matter what Rosie would do to her, she would just was a very stoic young, young girl. Um, often got the worst of Rosie's rages. Charmaine would often talk about her real mommy and how her real mommy would come and get her one day and how her real mommy would never yell at them. Um, which made Rose pretty angry. Um, There were numerous hospital reports of Charmaine being treated for unusual um, injuries, including a severe puncture wound on her ankle. Rose explained this away as a household accident. (coughs) The last time little Charmaine was seen was on June 15, 1971, only nine days before Fred was slotted to be released from prison. It's believed that Rose took a beating too far and ended up killing the young girl. When asked about where the child had gone, she told everyone that Rena had come and taken the girl to live with her in in Bristol. Um, Rena, of course, being Fred's first wife and Charmaine and Anne-Marie's mother. When Anne-Marie asked her father why Rena would come for Charmaine and not for her, Fred told her that his mom wouldn't want her because she was the wrong color. Mm. Of course, talking about the fact that um, Charmaine was... Of mixed race, and Anne Marie was not. So, this is sad. I'm going to talk a little bit about um, Charmaine's murder. Uh, so, Charmaine's body was initially stowed in the coal cellar of the Midland Road house until Fred was released from prison. He later buried her naked body in the yard close to the back door of the flat, and he remained adamant that he had not dismembered her when he was later pre- questioned by the police. However, during her autopsy, it was deportant. Oh my God! It was determined that little Charmaine was missing her fingers, toes, and kneecaps. The fuck? Yeah. Fred's first wife, Rena, maintained sporadic contact with her children when when she and Fred separated. She often visited Fred's Fred's family in much Markle, um Herefordshire, to inquire as to her children's whereabouts and the welfare and their welfare. Sorry, in the last kind of half of of August in nineteen seventy one when Charmaine went missing. Fred's sister-in-law, Christine, later remembered Rena was depressed and extremely anxious about her children's welfare. Being provided with Fred's Midland Road address um, from his family, who she'd gone, basically to be like, where is he, where's my kids? Like, I'm looking looking for them. She went and saw his, his parents and got his address. And she went to confront him, most likely to discuss or demand custody of her children. And this was the final time that Rena was seen alive. She is believed to have been murdered by strangulation, possibly in the back seat of Fred's Ford Popular, um, and it's pretty likely that he got her drunk first. When Rena's body was discovered, a short length of metal tubing was found with her remains, leaving an equal possibility that she had been restrained and subjected to sexual assault prior to her murder. The body was extensively dismembered, placed in plastic bags, and buried. On January uh, 29th, 1972, Fred and Rosemary West married in Gloucester, and on June 1st of that year, Rosemary gave birth to their second daughter, May. Around this time, West encouraged his wife into prostitution. Rosemary eventually had seven children, of which three were mixed race. Um, Needing a bigger house, the family moved into 25 Cromwell Street, which is, I would say, one of the most, if not the most, infamous addresses in England, um, where Wes converted the upper floor to um, bed visiting areas. Um, so when we say that Fred encouraged his, his wife to do prostitution, I, I mean, he fucking loved it. Like, he loved watching. There's people's he put in people's everywhere. He used to film it all the time. Like, he he loved it. Um, we even have found fucking ads placed in newspapers um, for, for Rosemary selling herself. Um, and they literally, it specifically asks for well endowed men. So he, he was, he loved it. Um, and she also actually enjoyed it too. Um, it's a weird situation. Two really fucked up people. I'm not saying that, you know, sex work is fucked up. That's not, I just mean in this specific situation. This is a weird, this is a weird one. Um, so, yeah. He even had um, a room called he, that he called Rose's room that had peepholes all around it and a red light outside the door that she could turn and off, on and off, um, warning her kids not to enter when she's busy, basically. <laughs> yep um and this is um, we're going back to bill um william rosemary's dad um with with fred's approval bill would often come in and visit their home to to visit rose's room What the right it's it, <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucked up like it literally boggles my brain um yeah so that that's they did that they really did that um, in October 1972, the West hired 17-year-old Caroline Roberts as the children's nanny. She rejected Fred and Rosemary when they made advances to basically invite her into their sex circle, um, and she left a few weeks later. Good for you. Yeah, good. Um, on the 6th of December, so a couple, min- a couple months later, the West invited her to back into their home they're like sorry like we won't do that anymore like we just you know our kids love you we really just want you back and she's like okay but you promise you're not gonna like ask me to do that anymore and they're like yeah yeah we promise And she's like okay fine so um they go back into her house or sorry she goes back into their house and they immediately knock her out tie her up and rape her both of them what the fuck robert's um reported the rape to the police but immediately withdrew the accusation when the case came to court because she was too scared to testify um so this isn't this isn't you know something that's that they were like oh evidence is circumstantial it was like straight up no this is what happened they would have gone gone to prison and maybe things would have changed if um if if she hadn't been too scared but the The West, when they did stuff like this, like, they would cover your entire head with with masking tape. Um, and by entire head, I don't mean, like, your eyes. They would literally wrap you up like a fucking mummy. Your entire head. Mm-hmm. Um, they were terrifying. And I mean, so. like, even, like, rape accusations and shit now aren't mm-hmm. taken seriously. I couldn't even imagine if it was back then. Cause right, it's like, in the 70s? This is a, like, this, this is a family with seven kids. Yeah like and you were there by yourself and you're saying both of them did this like they're an up like like they have good jobs and they have seven kids like yeah and their neighbors i mean they weren't really close with any of their neighbors but they were known as like a fun and kind of kind of quirky but like nice people yeah like friendly yeah um so even though you know despite her not wanting to testify they they had them completely um the west and literally and here's the thing too is they pleaded guilty. Like she was like, this is what happened to me. This is what they did. This is what they did. This was what they did, and they were like, "Yeah, we did all of those things." I wonder if they like threatened her on the side or something. Well, they might have, but they fucking literally pleaded guilty in court. Yeah, but if she if they plead guilty and then she drops the charges, because she won't she, testify. She didn't. She didn't drop the charges. She just oh, didn't okay. want to testify. Yeah. Um. Well, either way, because she didn't des- uh, they didn't testify. Or she didn't want to testify, sorry. They they received a reduced charge of indecent assault and were fined 50 pounds. And that's it. That's it. That's all there was. Yep. So, after this, the West began abusing Heather, their daughter, who disappeared a few years later. And by abused, I mean they were raping her. Um, later, when questioned by the police, and I mean years after when they had been caught, um, Fred claimed that he had not meant to kill her, but she had been sneering at him and he had to take the smirk off her face. That's a direct quote. Rosemary told an inquiry na- inquiring neighbor the following day, um, after Heather went missing, that she and Heather had had one hell of a roll. so it's believed that Rosemary may have initiated her death. Um, hell of a row meaning a fight. They had a fight. Um, the West told their children, so her siblings, that Heather had left for a job in De- in Devon, but later changed the story to her having run off with a lesbian lover oh, nice. um, when she failed to contact or visit them. So originally they're like, oh, she just, you know, she got a job, so she just, she went to do that. And then years later when the kids are like, we still haven't heard from Heather, they're like, well, mm, actually. Those fucking lesbians. Those fucking lesbians. Um, and Always le- running away. Yeah, always Damn running away lesbians. and never talking to their family ever again Ugh. and later still um fred would threaten the children that they would end up under the patio like heather if they misbehaved uh, that was his kind of that was his little joke it was very mm-hmm. funny um, Fred, be a little lighter about it, my friend. My <laughs> grandma used to tell subtle. me she'd hang me by my toes in the garden shed. Yeah, see, it's that's... all in good fun. Yeah, that's like, You're gonna... Not not like fucking... You're gonna end up under the patio like your sister. Like, uh, um, okay. okay. Um, In early 1973, Fred West took eight-year-old Anne-Marie into the cellar where they bound, where he bound and gagged her before he raped her. The girl was later found by her siblings on the floor, sobbing that her father had raped and sodomized her, and at one stage, partially strangled her. When Rose returned home, the girl confided in her mother about what happened. Rose simply replied, oh well, you were asking for it. Mm -hmm. She told friends at school what had happened. On the 4th of August, one of the friends that she had told, told her mother, and they went to the police. On the 6th of August in 1992, the police decided to investigate, Um, so this is years later, um, eventually leading to West being charged with Rosemary as an accomplice with rape. She was also charged with child cruelty and the remaining children were placed in foster care. The rape case against the West collapsed when the two main witnesses declined to testify at the court case on June 7th, 1993. Um, The police continued after to investigate the disappearance of their daughter, Heather. So, basically, after being raped, years later, her although the rape was was ongoing, but years later, after the original situation that she told her friends, they went to the police. And they started to investigate, but when they finally had enough to make a case, um, the friends didn't want to testify in court. But at this point, they now had caught wind, basically, that Heather is still missing, and they have no idea where she is. And so they decided to continue investigating um, the disappearance of Heather. After taking statements from social workers um, about a joke about Heather being buried under the patio um, by the children themselves, they have turned a further search warrant in February of 1994, allowing them to excavate the garden in search of Heather. They started searching the house and excavating the garden on the 24th of February. They started searching the house and excavating the garden on the 24th of February in 1994. Heather's body was found under the patio. After West's arrest the following day, the police uncovered human bones, basically everywhere in the yard. He confessed, retracted, and then reconfessed to the murder of his daughter, denying that Rosemary was involved rosemary was not arrested until april of 1994 initially on sex offenses but later charged with murder further bodies were found and on march 4th 1994 west admitted that he had carried out nine more murders including those of his first wife (coughs) and anne mcfall fred and rosemary west were brought before the magistrates court in gloucester on the 30th of june he was charged with 11 murders and she was charged with 10. Immediately afterwards, Fred West was rearrested on suspicion of murdering Anne McFall, whose body was found on June 7, 1994. On the evening of July 3rd, he was charged with her murder. On January 1, 1995, Fred West hanged himself while on remand in his cell at Winston Green Prison, Birmingham. His funeral was held in Coventry on March 29, 1995. He was cremated with only three people present. The evidence against Rosemary was circumstantial. Unlike her husband, she did not confess. She was tried in October 1995 at Winchester Crown Court, found guilty of all 10 murders and sentenced to life imprisonment. The trial judge recommended that she should never be released and 18 18 months later, the then serving Home Secretary um, agreed with this recommendation. In October of 1996, the West house, along with the adjoining property, was demolished and the site made into a pathway. Every brick was crushed and every timber was burned. In 2001, in a formal statement issued by Rosemary West through her attorney, who is still alive, by the way, and 65 years old, um, she says, I do not believe that even if I was released, I could ever f- relax or feel free, be left alone, or have any peace of mind. More importantly, I would not be able to resume a normal relationship with my family. When asked about her daughter, Anne-Marie, she says, I would love to be reconciled and have contact with her. And when asked about documentaries made about Fred and herself, she says it can only open wounds or delay any healing process for the victim's family. So before I quickly finish, well, not quickly, but before I finish this off here, um, I just want to quickly go through the victims that, that we had that were, you know, who were killed, obviously. So we have Charmaine West, who was born February 1963, who was killed in June 1971 by Rosemary West while Fred was in prison. We have Catherine Bernadette Rena West, Fred's we- uh, first wife, born April 1944, who was killed in August 1971. We have Linda Go, who was killed in April 1973. She was a lodger at 25 Cromwell Street. Carol Ann Cooper, killed November 1973. Cooper was living in a children's home in um, Worcester. Worcester? (laughs) God damn it. Um, When she disappeared while walking home from the cinema. Lucy Catherine Partington was killed December 1973. Spent Christmas with her family in Cheltenham and visited a friend and disappeared after leaving to catch a bus home. Teresa... Singenthaler, killed in April 1974, a student in South London who left to hitchhike to Ireland and disappeared. Shirley Hubbard, killed November 1974, who left a work experience course in Droitwich to return home but never arrived. Juanita Marion Mott, killed April 1975, a former lodger at 25 Cromwell Street. She had been living with a friend of her mother's in Newant when she disappeared. Shirley Ann Robinson, killed na- May 1978, a lodger at 25 Cromwell Street, uh, who disappeared after becoming pregnant with Fred's child. Allison Chambers, killed August 1971, ran away from a local children's home to become West's live-in nanny before she disappeared. And finally, Heather Ann West. Was killed in June of 1987. Jeez. Yeah, and that f- is Fred wow. and Rosemary West. Yeah, just awful. Ew. Yes, yeah, <laughs> literally. I feel ew. so drained. Um. Yeah, I just feel so drained after going through all of that because it just—it's bad and it just gets worse. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so fuck those people, honestly. Really? Um, trust your instincts. If you originally think a guy is fucking creepy, don't date him. Truly. If, I mean, not that she was really any better. I was going to say, not that she was any any kind of anything, really. But um, if your freaking... If your employers ask you to join a sex ring... Don't say do it, no. and then leave. Don't go back. Just possibly I mean, keep that in the back of your head, because yeah, if be... if you're into it, that's one thing. But it's just, I mean, and this was a long time ago too, and obviously just awful, awful, awful childhoods. So like, re- like I want to say extremely unique, but like, I mean, they just happen to find. I don't, it's just awful. It's just awful and sad, and I hate it yeah and yeah. a shitty childhood is not a fucking excuse to murder people oh absolutely not like i don't care i'm I'm sorry that your childhood sucked but like there are many people whose childhoods sucked and they're not murdering people <laughs> yeah oh um, yeah. and your yeah. own daughter more than once also yeah um your unborn many- daughter and then you're like adult I think he, he ended up killing four of his children what the literal fuck because there was there was heather also um, maybe just maybe not the best idea to bury her under a porch and then make jokes about it yeah like i mean that just really kind of puts you at the crime mode yeah. like, there's no way why yeah. is your daughter buried under your house i don't know somebody must be trying to frame us no, hmm. weird, weird. you just didn't notice oh and also on top of her body they had um built a pond like a, a koi pond oh, so nice. just to brighten up the area liven up the the backyard um and feng shui yeah yeah no it's yeah it's like it's like i don't even know how <laughs> i don't even know what to say you know yeah rotten like just like (laughs) absolutely rotten i mean i don't like obviously like the whole point like at least for me like the whole fascination with like killers and stuff is that i don't understand yes but this i just really don't really don't i just really don't understand because anybody with half a brain knows that if a mom dies the baby doesn't just chill in her stomach being like hey let me out No, the baby's gonna die because it's not gonna have blood supply or oxygen, yeah. Or oxygen or food or anything. Like the baby's going to die and it won't it won't be that long cuz once her organs start shutting down, the baby has like nothing to take care of it anymore. Yeah. And like that that's I feel like uh, maybe well, I'm done wrong. Maybe that's, I feel like that's common knowledge. But you decided to remove it. Yeah. You just took it that one extra step oxygen of awful. and like it, it would have been crying and it would have been alive and then you kill it like what yeah. the f- mm-hmm. that is like so that is I mean, like, murder is awful, but, like, that is so beyond, like... I would say the height of depravity. Yeah, like, because, like, I mean, like... I don't even know how to word this. Because, like, it's like with some of these people, it's like they're, like, filling some, like, void they feel. Yeah. What void were you feeling to do that? Yeah. What to, to kill void? your your child. Like, yeah. your, un, your literal
1: fresh-ass
0: baby birthed your child and then immediately killed it basically yeah. yeah what the fuck and then to take it one step further like i said he fucking removed the toes fingers and kneecaps of all of his Well, victims. like the worst part yeah that's the worst part is like he did the same thing and then, to then the he mutilates it yeah why why yeah oh yeah. rotten Pretty fucked up i mean at least he's dead but rotten yeah yeah and rosemary west is not dead she's still kicking i just i can't i just i love that um she wants to be reconciled and have contact with anne marie no bitch no you told her that she asked for her father to rape her when she was eight years old you don't come back from that and you helped fucking kill like two of her siblings you don't you don't come back from that no I would love to be reconciled. Mm, great, because we would love you not to be. Yeah, I'm like fuck you. I'm I'm sure Anne Marie also doesn't want it. Yeah, o- well, obviously not. What are yeah. you gonna say? Sorry. Or yeah, like, like don't accept your sorry apology. Sorry about that. Yeah, literally. Like, um, yeah, great. Good for you. I'm not over it. Yeah. And neither, and nor should she be. That's just, and like, it's one thing to be like, like I'm. I mean, obviously, I don't know where Anne Marie's at in life, but like, I feel like maybe she's kind of. Come to terms with. I would hope she's come to terms with things. Yeah, let's let's bring it up a little bit. Um, ha- Danny, what is your favorite thing that's happened this week? Oh. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <I didn't> think <laughs> what I did this week. I don't um, have bad memory. Or even just happy memory. Doesn't have to be your favorite. Oh God, I'm so bad at this. I don't even. My memory is rotten. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm the worst <laughs> so I do you really want me to don't. go first yeah okay <laughs> so my happy memory this week is while I was doing all of my research um and being kind of bombed, but you know chill just um on my laptop for like six hours um my dog Chi Chi um would come and sit on my lap the entire time Um, so she'd just sit there and snore on my lap and hang out with me while I'm doing all of my work. Um, so I'll post a picture of that on the Instagram, maybe on our story or something, but that is my happy this week. Okay. I do have one. I'm going to tail right off yours. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know what it is. I (laughs) have cats. Yes. (laughs) My cats are angels and I always feel like I talk about my cats so much Mm -hmm. and like, I I feel like people are like, yeah, whatever we get it. You fucking love your cats. And I'm like, no, I'm trying to explain to you. My cats are different. Mm Mm-hmm. They're not regular cats. They're yeah. different. And my cousin and his girlfriend, they we actually he'd like we just stopped by my house to grab something before heading up to my grandma's. And they've never been to my house, so they never met my cats. Mm-hmm. Um and they came in and they were like <laughs> like his girlfriend was like holding her and they were like, I've never had a cat yeah. that like yeah. lets me just hold her like this. Yeah. <laughs> and like, cause Frankie, she likes to be held like a baby, like on her back, and she likes her belly rubbed, like when you're holding yeah. her, and she's just yeah. like super tolerant of like everything. And I'm like, Frankie never lets me do that to her. Yeah, Frankie doesn't like you. Well, this is like, Frankie just doesn't kidding. fucking like. She's me. No, Frankie fired doesn't up like when me. She comes here. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> I don't know why every time you come here, she's like on a rampage. Well, oh, I lived. I lived with with you and the, in the cats so she well she's really. like she fucking nice. this bitch again <laughs> so she yeah. wouldn't let me in a room <laughs> anyway sorry totally no. hijacked your story um that's okay but yeah so i feel like i finally had that like yes moment of like yeah. somebody who hasn't met my cats meeting my cats and being like Knows wow how wonderful are. these are like really sweet cats because yeah. like they're really like my cats aren't like you know when you go to somebody's house and they're like why the fuck are you here and they like don't even get up my cats like want to know why you're here and they'll yeah, like rub they up against do. you and they're like excited that new people are in the house like they're like dogs they're like cat dogs like mm-hmm. they're just always so happy when people are here and like they want to like sit on your lap and like they do like i love that they do that with other people so that was my happy? my positive my happy moment this week is that Yay. somebody who hasn't met my cat met my cats and
1: Love they felt them. the
0: same way and i didn't even say i didn't even gloat about my cats before they came over and <gasps> they were complimenting my cats when they got here so <laughs> i guess they're pretty <laughs> great yes <laughs> it's nice to know it's not yeah. all in my head mm-hmm. well that is a very good happy i think i like that one thanks uh-huh. i feel like a lot of my happy for episodes to come probably That's fair. You know, it's anything that makes you happy. Yes. That's what matters. Oh, also, mm. um, I'm this bitch. I think Nobody. I've talked about this before. This is my other happy is I've half my Christmas shopping done and it's all wrapped. Oh my god. I'm yeah. gonna vomit. You're fucking nuts. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to get mine done, don't early. know, No. Every damn I mean we talked about this last time. Everyone in my family is a Sag. Which means that they're born in fucking December. Yes, true. My, my grandma, both my grandmas, my mom's mom and my dad's mom have the same birthday. My mom, my three stepsisters, my mom's boyfriend and my best friend are all born in the month of December. Yes. So December is the worst month of my life. <laughs> Financially, worst month of my yeah. life. <laughs> Not only is it Christmas, it's everybody who's important to me's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Let us know what you think. If you have suggestions, if you think it's great, um, let me know either way. Um, where can where can they find us, Danny? Or Wendy, where uh, can you find us? Silence of the Hags across the board, my friend. Everywhere. Friends. Silence of the Hags on Instagram, Silence of the hags at Gmail. Yeah. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pocket gas Pocket gas <laughs> Pocket Casts. Um, okay, guys, I think that's it. Um thanks mm-hmm. for tuning in. Thanks for following us. Oh, make sure you give us um some five-star <laughs> reviews on Apple Podcasts, please. We'll even take 4 yeah. if you if you if you're offering them. I personally will take 5 or bust. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> so much. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great night and stay sane. Yes. We'll mm-hmm. see you next Biden week. Biden 2020. <laughs> yes. All, All right. right we'll see you guys next week for yes. another serial killer episode another serial killer and then ooh, mini so too or next week too like a deadly, deadly detour. detour next week Sweet. too can't wait what? that's gonna be a fun one we're gonna keep our detours fun upbeat yes. funky spunky. other f- spunky other good adjectives <laughs> <laughs> so yeah various positive yeah Oh my okay, I'm quitting while I'm ahead. Okay, <laughs> all right, guys, bye-bye. Bye.